Welcome back, everybody, to another rendition of Your Corner Store. Today with me, I have your boy, Gaston. We're just going to catch up and shoot the shit today. Uh, real laid-back podcast here we got. Uh, so let's get into it, man. What up, what up? How you been today? You know what, man? Just grinding. Just know? grinding, yeah. It's Hell been yeah. one of those days. It's only a Tuesday. Yeah, well, it was beautiful today, though. It was. Today was 49. You know what kills me? I keep getting alerts on my watch um, for storms in, in South southern Nassau. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what is? I'm looking up in the sky. I'm like, where are these storms at? Because it's just so beautiful outside. You can, it's not really a cloud in sight. It's like nice and blue. The the snow on the road is melting. Facts. It feels like spring is almost here. And then watch next week, we're gonna get fucking hit. Next week, more like tomorrow, bro. Yeah. You 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 know. You see what happens, Texas, right now? Yeah, negative two. Negative two people are sleeping outside, right? And running cars. They got no electricity. The fucking wind turbines, they froze over. Like, yo, you know how much shit Texas would talk about New York? Mm-hmm. And we just got a blizzard last week. How, 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 many, how many inches we got? We got what? Like 12? It was, it was close to uh, 18. Tw- like, closer to 18, something like that. Our inches is legal. Bro, they had like four inches. Yeah. Everything with the shit. Yeah. People are, people are uh, out there sled bombing fucking hills with dirt on it and dusting of snow. And you're like, are these people insane? Yo, and I don't I don't mean to laugh, bro. But like, come on, son. You don't you don't know that there's a cold front coming. You can't take salt. You can't make sure you have like heated roads or whatnot. Right. What, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, Texas is its own thing, right? It's right by the equator. So and it's only fe- it's like February 16th is the day we're recording this. Yeah. But. Um, I would, I genuinely think that they would never see snow, but some kind of winter storm hit them. So, I mean, you, they have a lot of tropical weather though, cause yeah, they have, they have by the equator. They have a lot of warm weather, but now I understand why real estate is so fucking cheap down there, you know, cause mm-hmm. everything is beautiful when it's 50 and 40 degrees and up, but as soon as it hits below freezing, you could probably die. <laughs> yeah. It gets crazy down there in Texas. Jesus. You know? Did you see you you saw the pile up that happened because of the mm-hmm. cold front? Mm-hmm. It was like a, a hundred and and thirteen car pile up. You just see cars smacking right into each other, one after the other after the other. Even a semi truck hits a car and then hits it so hard that it shoots up and it goes over the barrier mm-hmm. onto oncoming traffic. And like, bro, it was that scary, bro. I seen videos of trucks like pulling out of their driveway and just like they can't turn coming out of the driveway so the entire truck slid Slides down the sideways. road yeah yeah so what do you do at that point you can't even salt the roads because mm-hmm. it's at that point it's too cold mm-hmm. for the ice to melt with the salt on it because and it's too late you can't lay salt late and then expect it to really make a difference they would they were supposed to do that before that shit hit what do they not have meteorologists down there like uh. Jesus, I, I'm sure they do, but I'm, I could not have imagined they'd expect something like this and be prepared for it. Because you got to think about how they employ their state. Like, don't do they have a vehicle like that? New York State is well equipped with something that is a plow and can distribute salt, like mm-hmm. in mass quantities, like easy. But does Texas have some some shit like that? Nah, I, you, know you got to think about that. Yeah. Like, that they, like they might helpful. they may have known the storm was coming, but there's really nothing they could have done about it. 
Well, either way, there's there's still emergency plans that you need to set up for. You know how many people don't have a generator down there? Mm-hmm. You Do you have a generator? Absolutely. I don't have a generator. <laughs> you you don't remember Sandy, bro, when all the power went out? No, I, w- I didn't live here. Oh, for real? No, I didn't live in this area. So. Oh, my God, bro. Everybody's Everybody was shitting bricks when Sandy hit, bro. Because not only were you losing power, cars, trees were falling over. It was dangerous to be outside. You were So you went through that. How old were you when that happened? When did Hurricane Sandy hit? I think Hurricane Sandy hit when I was a senior in high school, I want to say. It was definitely when I was like in my teens. In your Cause, teens? Yeah, because I couldn't drive and stuff. But that that whole experience was surreal. You ever seen The Day After Tomorrow? Mm. The movie? Yeah. It's like Who, who's in it? Dennis Quaid and like Jake Gyllenhaal and shit. Jake Gyllenhaal. I've seen a couple of Jake Gyllenhaal movies, but not. He's he's a great not, actor. Not Dennis Quaid. But he, they, that was just a fucking movie about natural disasters and what would be the implications of like having a massive, massive snowstorm hit the island of Manhattan and mm-hmm. all over the world. So that's that's what it was. That's comparable to what was happening during Sandy. All that wind, all that terrible weather no no fucking control on the road trees nothing. getting blown over trees well i what happened not not even too long well it was probably sometime last year but it was a pretty heavy snowstorm snowstorm rainstorm over here on merrick and that entire street flooded by itself mm. what they're right by the water too so like they don't have any drainage and then i can't even imagine how bad the flooding was when sandy hit then no like was- just now looking now knowing the area now i can see like how bad in just one that's just one part of long island too yeah i i remember sandy took out the whole boardwalk at long beach and that's why it's like so new and so updated now never been there she ripped her to shreds oh i haven't been to long beach you haven't been alone Mm-mm. damn bro what do you do bro i work all the time that's all it is <laughs> You never we take were, drives on the Ocean Parkway and shit? No, I don't have time for that. Oh, man. Damn. I ain't doing shit then. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Fucking, yo. This this weather's crazy, bro. You need to get ready for Thursday. Thursday? What's supposed to happen on Thursday? Thursdays, we're supposed to have like a snowstorm starting at like 12 p.m., 1 p.m. Just make sure you throw salt on the ground. You'll be valid. But you yeah. got a Subaru, right? Yeah. It's oh. nice in, the, it's nice in this, this uh, weather. Yeah, so you're not you're gonna can handle fine. well yeah that's all Subaru fucking does buy our cars we're safety yep <laughs> i mean it's not given to me i i have it through other means but um well we're not gonna get into the yeah, man. why but um what kind of car do you drive i drive a 1986 oldsmobile cutlass classic a classic car with burgundy do you have power interior. steering I do. I have power. You have steering power steering and power windows. That's what's up. You can you can fucking hit the button and go. Ee, no roll down action there. No roll. No forearm action, man. None of that shit. Just one button. It'll go down. It won't go down fast, but it gets the job done. <laughs> Might as well never open at that point. Does your AC work? AC works. The heat works. Heat is phenomenal. That's great. Yeah. Honestly, I caught. I How many miles miles are on that thing? Oh, that car got seventy three thousand miles. What? Seventy. Oh, did it get like a new engine and shit? No, no. The story. The story of that car was, it was an old aircraft mechanic at Delta, right? So I guess he was using it for tax purposes or whatever. And so five years ago, he passes away. Mm-hmm. So that Cutlass has been sitting in the garage for about three out of the five. 
So it's like vintage, basically. Vintage, exactly. There's no, there's no rust under the undercarriage and shit. Like there's rust in the doors, but those cars were known for that problem, rusting in the door. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to find a find a replacement door at a junkyard somewhere in Hunts Point. But the car was garage kept, and then there was spray painted under the carriage to make sure that there would be no rust. Um, the tires are dry rotted for sure, but that's to get tires for that car is fifty. $60 a tire. Not too crazy. Not a bad. So the guy passes away, garage kept for three years, and then it's sold in an estate sale. Mm-hmm. And then his friend gets it. And his friend bought it for 900 right? So it's outside. It's chilling. And then it gets, it gets hit. No way. A, it gets hit by a taxi cab. And it fucks up the left side of the car. Oh, no. But mind you, mind you, the guy <laughs> the guy was telling me, this car is so great that the taxi cab suffered more damage than the parked Cutlass. Like, it's just a little dent, man, with a little scratch, and it was fine. It's like fucking straight steel, though. This <laughs> Nowadays, cars are just all fiber, <laughs> like, really strong fiberglass and shit. Fiberglass, all that plastic, full of fucking plastic, bro. Shout out to Ford, because that's all they fucking do. So... The, not a ford fan nah fords fords man they they just another friend of mine on, on my one of my podcasts jack he he's not a ford fan either they just cheapen so much quality out of those cars bro they just want to cut corners everywhere they can which you know it's good for the bottom line but any anybody who's in the cars is going to notice the difference you know nobody wants janking controls nobody so shout out to ford cheap ass bastards <laughs> But yeah, that that cutlass that I got, bro, I I feel like I made a a great fucking investment in that car. Mm-hmm. You know, to buy to be able to buy modes of transportation for eight hundred and fifty dollars with low mileage, and it still looks beautiful on the inside. You, it don't get no better than that because you're not dealing with depreciation now. Now yeah. it's like it's like you playing with house. Someone money. else already played with depreciation. Yeah, now it's just yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's under my name. I don't got to worry about nothing. I could, I could literally take a motherfucking baseball bat to that bitch, hit it, and then get in the car and she'll drive normal. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, I mean, anything hits that thing, it's gonna bounce right off it. Well, unless it's an eighteen wheeler. That's that's a fucking Nokia, basically. That yeah. can drive <laughs> the Nokia of cars. You feel me? No key of cars. Anybody, yeah. anybody hits me, bro, they're hurt. I'm walking out of it like, damn, I didn't feel nothing. What's you should have thought. <laughs> should have watched out there. Watch where you're going. Big time, big time. So I, I, I love that car, and now that car could be a stepping stone to like, oh, a nice weekend car. You know, mm-hmm. like a car that I could keep garage, kept work on it, build it. You know, take my time. I don't have to like always depend on it. That could be my daily, and then. The weekend car could be the car I could show out with. So, what would your weekend car be? If you get a, if you had all the money that you needed to get your weekend car. Oh, what would you get? Shit, honestly, it's a toss up. It's a toss up between trying to get like a, a BMW or a Lexus, but you know, a B, an older BMW, like mm-hmm. from '95, like an the- M series or. No, not the M series. I'll go with like a, a five series. I like that shit because you can still be mobile, but you have enough space to put your family in it if you really mm-hmm. need to. But if I gotta get somewhere, baby, buckle up, we gone. So that's that's what I'll probably get is a nice little five series because I had a five series before. I had like a Mystic Blue E sixty 
530i. Mad obnoxious. Had a had an exhaust note, had decals, it was bright fucking blue. I had I had 19 inch rims on it. And I bought that shit for 3200 But I put how much money did I put in that thing? I think I put like two thousand into it. What happened to it? Bro, I just Wear and tear on the car, so you were just done with it at some point, or just for like I needed something new. Nah, nah. I tell you, I tell you what, what exactly happened. I I went to a a car show in the story of Queens and shit. So everyone is doing donuts and stuff like that, and and, and uh, you, you got in on the donuts, didn't you? Got in on the donuts. Everybody, we you you ever seen Fast and Furious and they're just all doing shenanigans? First of all, first of all, wait. Have you have I ever seen Fast and Furious? Who hasn't seen it? I have to double check, bro. There are people out there. <laughs> I guess you're right. There's people who haven't seen Harry Potter, which is still kind of weird. It, that was, and they make it like a personality trait. They're like, oh, I haven't seen Harry Potter. Or like people who don't watch Pat the me on the back for that and shit. And they're like, oh, I have never very great sense of humor. I don't laugh at the office. I'm like, yo, who cares? There's other people that like it. Shut up. So many people <laughs> like it. And you're just like stomping on you. Like, Thanks. Nobody oh. wants a fucking Scrooge and shit. But I fucking, I take, so we at the car show, somebody busts out Patron, right? That's, that's step number one that I fucked up. So <laughs> we sipping the Patron, we throwing it around, girls is uh, shaking their asses in the street for the donut. So we chilling, right? And you know, after five, six, seven shots of Patron, you start to feel it. And then it hits you, right? Oh my God, bro. So it, it hits me. And then next thing you know... I'm racing a fucking Mercedes Benz. I'm racing a fucking um convertible Lexus SC430, bro. Yo, we were wilding on the LIE. I think I got my BMW up to 137. And then we all we all finished through the Whitestone Expressway and then we end up at Cherry Valley. And things go dark. And the next thing you know, I'm eating like sandwiches with like a whole bunch of cops at Cherry Valley and Whitestone. Drunk as fuck with my bright ass BMW. So I was like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of here. And then next thing you know, I don't even remember getting on the highway. I remember waking up on the side of the Northern State Expressway. Not even on the Southern State where I had to be. I was on the Northern State Expressway, just passed out. So that's when I said to myself, okay, you know what? This BMW is too dangerous for me. Mm -hmm. Because when it's car shows, when there's alcohol, I can't say no because I look like the man with a BMW. So I need to take a step back before I die. (laughs) Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Absolutely, absolutely. But at least, you know, I, I made the conscious decision to get rid of it before I did something even stupider. Is that a word? Probably. No, right? More uh, asinine. Yeah. Mm. You really went off there. You just couldn't say no to the Patron because you wanted to be the man? Bro, donuts, women shaking ass. Like, I, I don't know what came over so, me. So, like, egged you on. Yeah. It was, I was in the moment. So... Now the in, moment took you away. Yeah, now the moment took you. You really wanted a race, and then you were just like, "Fuck!" Now there's alcohol. <laughs> had a had a few too many. Yeah, I know, man. I, I I'm not supposed to do that shit, but you know, at least I did it, and I I, I realized, all right, I can never so do you, that. Shit wait, again. wait. So you crashed? Did you crash it, or you mm. just woke up on the side of the highway? No, I I was sleep on the side of the highway. I took the keys out the ignition. So apparently, drunk me knows what the fuck I got to do. And I woke up 6.30 a.m. on the side. And I said, nah, I can't do that ever again. Oh, just parked on the side. Yeah, okay. Dude, I okay. just pulled over and shit. Because clearly, I, I knew I couldn't make it. But 
know, I played it safe and sorry. So now I got this fucking cutlass where the fastest it could go is 65 miles an hour. <laughs> nice. Do you take it on the highway? Yeah, of course. I take it on the highway. I stay in the right lane. I'm chilling, you know? Dude, people who drive... Oh, God, don't even get me started about the southern state. Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh. They drive in the middle lane. And, okay, so for anyone listening or even lives in Long Island, the southern state is, like, the main highway to pretty much get you from point A to point B. Unless you take the Long Island Expressway, it takes a little farther down to the eastern part of uh, Long Island. Anyway, that's what I know as far as geography in, yeah. this, in this area goes. But the southern state gets incredibly packed around four from three o'clock to six o'clock in the afternoon and then from six thirty to about eight o'clock in the morning gets pretty fucking busy and anyway people will drive in the middle lane five miles an hour slower than the speed limit to get where they're going so everyone's got a break for them and then you're causing brake jams and that causes everyone in the highway to stop and break and it's just an endless nightmare it- every day no, it's it, it gets crazy on that southern state, man. And you you forgot a big fucking point. You forgot it's an a, endless nightmare. <laughs> you you forgot that the state police they they are just hawks, man. They they'll park right behind trees. They'll fucking put they'll fucking put the speed radar on you from far away just to try to get their quotas. And you know. Oh, speaking of, I was on, okay. So I'm in on the southern state coming from the, I'm coming westbound from Comac. Mm-hmm. So back back this way, and um, a guy there was a uh, like I think it was like a black sedan Chevy, whatever something of that build, and they were like behind me, and then I just pulled over and I just like slowed down, gotten like into the middle, went sixty five, like right ten over. This other dude blows by me in the black car, just gets in the other lane, goes and follows them, and then. Not even a few minutes later, I see that car on the side of the road. I said, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but, yeah. like, they, they, they were in street clothes, too. Um, yeah. I've I, I seen them. They were in, like, a hoodie with the with the police vest over them. Oh. I was like, come on, now? Yeah. That's crazy. Them DTs, they don't play no games, bro. They really don't play any games. Fucking, I got I got pulled over by a couple of DTs over there by Massapequa. Yo. <laughs> There is a big police presence in this island. It's so. Fu- I mean, like every me, other person's a cop. Don't get me wrong. Like, I got I got family in the force and shit, and you know I I pray for their safeties all the time. But <sighs> these cops are out of control sometimes, bro. Mm-hmm. They just have like a power trip. I'm like, yo, bro. I was just about to say, there's power. There's yeah, power trips. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't no. mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you know, when it comes to cops, like, your job is to de-escalate the situation, mm-hmm. not make it worse. You feel me? And they just don't know how to be patient, and they're so quick to fucking pass judgment. And it's like, yo, take a deep breath, bro. You the last line of defense. It's like, mm-hmm. chill. <laughs> well, from what I can gather too, is like if you think about how people work, there's a lot of emotion involved. Like, even when you just, like, any small altercation with just a random person can become emotional. Because, like, think about, like, you don't genuinely connect with people that way. And then when they come on, they don't even know you. They're mad at something else, and then they fucking snap at you. And then it's like, yo, what the fuck just happened? Whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And if cops aren't, like, trained to deal with high-intense emotional situations, 
they're never going to be able to de-escalate mm-hmm. any like high intense situation period it makes it seem that way like because once their emotions take over then there goes to the decision making and then one thing leads to another and, and i mean unless they're of mind to like you know snap out of it it's like who knows what cop will do in any given situation because they're trained right they're all trained in some manner they have to go through basic to most most like any or whatever their boot camp shit is they like, go through it yeah i think they're in the academy for like what, yeah that's six what it is months? police academy six which months. is kind of short right it's pretty short compared to you know police forces around the world like in order to be a cop in like um i know i remember in order to be a cop in amsterdam you had to not only go to college to be a cop but then also you had to do fuck fucking 18 months of police academy training and then an extra six months of like psychological training and stuff like that just make sure you're really ready for that shit mm-hmm. but because anything can happen right people yeah. are vicious yeah compare compare that to the u.s standard they they blow us out the water you know mm-hmm. so that's that's one thing i feel should be rectified on when it comes to police over here but it won't happen right so that's like i guess that's what people mean when they say uh what do they say do you find the police that's what they mean. They just like they want more for them from them. Yeah, they want. The expectation is different, right? And if it's a public service too, they should be able to handle the public, not just like any one person, right? They know how to deal with a situation poorly based on you know, like the color of someone's skin, for example, is like pretty bad, right? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty biased. So. Right, but like with in situations like where you're talking about in Europe, where someone studies in in college to identify like many situations with people and then hopefully remove those biases that therefore they'd be a better person and a better police officer. And like, that's what the kind of the expectation is over here and kind of what we want almost. Yeah. Cause if our taxes is going to the cops, man, they don't go to fucking anything. They go to the, <laughs> the military index, bro. That shit is so large. Spend so much money on military. Yo, you ever, you remember the NYPD got like a a, a, a NYPD Tesla. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I've seen that shit. And bro, te- Tesla's cost like what? 40000 44000 bro. They just had one. You just re- insane, you really dude. had to buy one. <laughs> Someone in the department had to have bought it, yeah. Yeah, that's, that shit's insane. I mean, I understand a photo opportunity, but what the fuck is a Tesla going to do in the streets of New York? As soon as you run out of battery life, that's it. It's game time. Mm-hmm. Well, it. New York is a pretty condensed city. You can get anywhere. And the Tesla would have better reaction time than a gas field car. Yeah. Because be electricity is faster, right? Have you seen those videos of like Tesla's driving down the street and just stopping mm-hmm. on a dead stop, like to miss an accident entirely, like the prediction of shit? It's kind of crazy. No, that, that car definitely has like top of the line technology and shit. I'm just saying, you know. To, to apply it to the police, it don't make no sense. Well, I think Elon Musk is coming out with another. The Cybertruck could be like a police vehicle because it's pretty thick as yeah. far as like components go. Bulletproof glass. And you can sh- like, the, what is the, yeah, it's just a pretty heavy duty truck. Yeah, I could, I could see that stuff, that, that shit going into the fleet. And service and shit. I would understand that more than 
a fucking Model Y. It just it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. Those fucking cars are amazing, man. You know that them shits come like it has the autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. So you could chill, you could relax, you could do whatever. But there's a there's like a fail safe in there that prevents drivers from going into the front seat and doing stupid shit on autopilot. Like you have to always, you have to put your hand on the steering wheel to let the car know that you're still there. That's fucking wicked. You know. Well, it's smart. You don't want people doing <laughs> dumbass shit, right? <laughs> You don't need them going through the drive, like those videos of people going through the drive-through when yeah. they're in the back seat. They pull up, they switch, they switch seats or whatever, and then they're like, "Oh, well, this car just got here on its own." Man, shit, just messing with people. It's fucking, bro. If I was one of the drive-through workers, I'd throw a fry at them. <laughs> I feel bad for McDonald's drive-through workers too. Remember when the Travis Scott meal came out? Oh yeah, man. they would all those videos of people going up to the drive-thru and then screaming, "You know what I'm here for!" and then blasting Travis Scott. <laughs> that would be so fucking annoying, bro. Imagine that all day long, every day for weeks on end. I remember, I remember, I was on, I was on StockX, right? And the employees would take the shirts that they got during that promotion Mm -hmm. and sell them and they would sell them for insane amount of money i think one of those shirts resailed for 650 a shirt a shirt that the public can't get and they really spent 650 dollars to buy a work shirt that has his name on it that that man is a goat at marketing bro for real he really did he's into like all those cereals now lil yachty's doing it yeah he i don't know who managed him to do all that shit? How you get your name, bro? Yeah, his name is just everywhere. Travis Scott and Cactus Jack. That's that's the power of marketing, man. Yeah, that's great. Keywords, bro. He just like took some took a few words that were like popping and then made his own thing. Branding. He's got a whole ass brand. That's fire. And then his sneakers, bro. I've I've never seen such hype for any sneakers, bro, like that. Like his his Travis Scott ones. Like, I was able to buy them mm-hmm. right, for $190. Did you hold? Yes. Yeah. They're still in my house. They're still in my safe. They're locked up. They're ready to go. But now, the price on a size 9.5 in that sneaker is $18.50. And you're still holding? And I'm still holding them. I haven't even worn them. Like, every fiber of my being wants me to wear them, but I just don't know the 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 occasion to wear them i'm like you know what i'm just keep this keep this in the vault for right now or just sell it no i can't i can't i i can't sell that shit bro that shit is it like a it's like a gold chalice for you now like one of them shoes you just can't get yeah it's definitely one of my grails and if i could get that's what i fucking meant a grail if i could get holy chalice Bro, I don't know sneakers that much, but hey. This guy, man. I don't know the lingo, all right? <laughs> no, that's, that's why I'm here. But the, my grills is, is the TS ones, definitely. And if I could complete the collection with the fours and the Travis Scott Dunks and Air Forces, you sell that shit as a whole collection, I could, I could definitely get 12000 or maybe ten on a good day for the whole collection. It's like, Pretty sweet. It's like a and it'll only piece. go up in value. It'll only yeah, because it's fucking you know supply and demand, low supply, high demand type shit. And then it's one's personal wear, they'll fucking blow up. Everyone will, and that'll might be the best time to sell it or some shit like that. But. 
and and even if you wear the shit, right, you can still sell it. Mm-hmm. You can still sell it like fourteen, fifteen hundred. Be like, oh, only tried on once, you know, very near dirt stock and shit, <laughs> and people will buy it because it's hype and it has his fucking name on it and it has a fucking backwards swoosh. It, these guys, God. these guys are crazy. Just something different. They just blow money on whatever, and I love it because I I get paid for it. <laughs> That's very true. Yo, man, I need I need some tips, man. I need to I need to brand my fucking last name and shit. I need people to help me with my marketing. You know, Gaston. I could I could make that into something. Yeah, I don't see why you couldn't. Ever. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what the uh, corner store is. Yeah, with T Hutch. <laughs> You just combine you just combine the first letter and the first four letters of your last name. Boom. That's a name. Yes, sir. The whole thing in its in itself. Malik calls me Tilch sometimes. It's kind of annoying, but shout out Malik, but I don't know where the fuck you got Tilch from. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I think someone read it on duty wrong mm. on COD. So like they didn't necessarily whatever and then it became a freaking thing. Oh you now I have to live with it. You know, Malik, he'll run with that shit, bro. He'll hear something nice and he'll just keep he'll saying He'll just keep going it. and going and going. Yeah, he doesn't stop, bro. Sometimes I don't think he listens to anybody. That's a, hey, man, he, he marches to the beat of his own drum. I wish I could do that shit. <laughs> People would roast me. He'd be like, nah, you can't do that, dog. Stop it. Malik will come right back at you. You roast him, he'd laugh. He'll be like, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, hell yeah. That's, that, that's why he's so easy to, like, he's so easy going. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, because he he his energy just bounces off of whatever whatever anybody else's energy is. So if somebody's on a positive energy, he's positive. But if someone's on that shit, he'll get on that shit. Yeah. Like, nah, you're not about to talk to me like that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I've definitely had a couple head to head battles with him in basketball where, like, I was just mad, and then that would get him mad, and it was just a fucking battle on the court, bro. Yeah, so, but the worst part is is like when you like secede. And then he keeps going. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he he takes it a little bit too far sometimes, but you know, you got especially on the court. You got to get ready, especially on the court. <laughs> you know, we haven't played. I haven't played basketball since since the summer. Just oh. a shame, man. I've been. I gotta. I gotta get back into that shit. This whole COVID thing of the whole basketball court's closing, and now we gotta rent the fucking court for like two hours at seventy dollars an hour. It hurts. Mm-hmm. That's expensive, you know. I used to have the export membership, $35 a month, and we would play ball every day. But now, to rent a court, it's just a hassle, and then you got to, it's first come, first serve, and for a guy like me, you, Malik, to play ball. To get everyone on the schedule. Yeah, to get everyone on the same schedule where, you know, there's no conflicts, It, it it's just, it's extremely difficult. Right. But when we do get in the court, oh, man that's that's therapy man that's just you know seeing everybody dapping everybody up you know playing basketball listening to fucking music in the background just getting the sweat going that's what i feel like that's like one of the things i look forward to is that something that that would make you happy like like say you in like a bad moment you would just look at something like that to cheer you up oh absolutely bro when i be having when i have rough weeks at the job and i'm getting my ass kicked at jfk I look forward to fucking playing basketball with the homies because there's nothing better than, you know, just getting the sweat out, getting your frustration out. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're going to work out or play ball, it's just good to 
you know, release and release all that tension and then, you know, crack jokes with the boys. Hell yeah. I'm trying to go to the gym tonight too. Hopefully I can do something about it. How how is the fucking It's kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah. Cuz I my expectation, well, cuz I guess I don't understand how populated Long Island is. There's a lot of I guess there's a lot of fucking people here. Mhm. Um not like there is an upstate and where I'm north usually when I was lifting in a gym there would never be more than like 60 plus people. So it wasn't like intensely crowded and everyone around surrounding the bench around you. So it's like when that happens and it's COVID, I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, it's a little it. like, is this really worth it type of shit? So I think, I think now the risk to reward, but I already had COVID. So did you? Yeah. A while ago. So chilling. We get, oh. we get now, we get now, but I still got anybody. So that shit is scary, bro. That shit is this whole pandemic shit is just scary and it just turned the whole world on its fucking side. It's just you know, but good thing everyone has been able to pivot with even personal trainers now, bro. They holding like Zoom classes and people mm-hmm. paying like thirty dollars per class. I'm like, that's some gangster shit, bro. Making a lot of fucking money per person. Bro. Say you have a sixteen person Zoom class, they all pay you thirty dollars. That you're chill, and all you got to do is just Money. set up your garage and like have the laptop set up or have like that little ring of light that all those fucking TikTokers mm-hmm. use, and you're just you're just doing some neat or things. even just like get a light up in the corner, like those big, big ass shade lamps. Yeah, bro. One of these days, I'll have like a proper studio. So, like, I don't know, I have, I have dreams for this shit. Oh, yeah, I want to keep doing this, keep taking it. Or see as far as I can go with it. Oh hell yeah, bro! Having a studio like this, turning that shit into a man cave slash like gaming cave. Nah, that's dope. That's <laughs> that'll that's that's I feel like that's every right dude's there. dream, like their favorite man cave. Oh hell yeah, the high. Imagine like you got your wife and your kids, and you just want to like just get away from them. And be like, all right, I'm going to the man cave. Shut up, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> if you need me, just call the phone. But that's gonna be on do not disturb too. <laughs> yeah, and you know not to hit me up. If you really need me, knock. Big facts, bro. Real big facts. Um, if you could put, how would you have your man cave set up? How would like I, you have? You got a big ass TV, or what's like? What's like the priority in the man cave? Well, because you got think about it. You got your game. Say you gaming. You got your your sports. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously movies is kind of all encompassed on the TV, but I don't really game on a TV. So okay, well I guess we can throw out a priority, but like, would you have like? A more gaming focused room so it's just like a desk with all your lights and shit fixed up so that you got your monitors and it's all nice and right or you got like a couch a tv with your game shit on the side i think i think what i would do like i have it i have like a rough draft in my my parents house right now where i have my 65 inch you know up against one side of the wall like in the middle it's the focal point and then i have me, I like to listen to music a lot. Mm-hmm. So I have these two fucking ginormous fucking speakers with heavy fucking bass capabilities. And I got my preamp. I got the PS4 under the preamp along with my PS3, PS2, PS1 all in the same shelf. So like a nice like encount case. Yeah, nice in case. And then I could close I could close the doors whenever I'm not using this shit. So it could be flush. And I think for my desk, see, I don't I don't really game on PC. Because, you know, I, I'm not used to it. Maybe it's something I could go ahead and, you know, try to get into. But 
I have a MacBook. I just get like a nice little small desk, a nice little dope ass gaming chair with lumbar support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'll just use that little motherfucker roll around in the man cave when I want to switch, when I want to switch dynamics. Like if I'm done reading my emails on my laptop, turn the chair around, we throw on Warzone, and I just sit back, lean back on a 65 inch chilling. Sounds like the dream. Bro. 65? You wouldn't go any bigger? Nah, nah. Because then anything bigger kind than of 65, right? yeah, it's, it's like, all right, where you going with that shit, bro? <laughs> like, I was actually at Walmart today and I seen that they got 75 inch TVs and like who's gonna fucking buy that in the middle of the pandemic 75 inch TV kind of like crazy people would yo like fucking whatchamacallit yeah I just like there are people who who fucking buy 85 inch remember I, I think do you know what sharp is those sharp TVs Sharp TVs? Yeah. They would be, um, they would have like 75, 85, 95 inch TVs. And I'm just thinking like, yo, where the, f- where the hell are you putting that shit, bro? Like where? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You can't even put that shit in a wall unit, bro. Because mm-hmm. wall units can support up to what? Like 65, 60 at most if you've got the right wall piece. But even then I, I that's like a texas thing to do <laughs> that is a te- that is a texas thing to do you know, holy shit bigger doesn't always mean better it just means now i gotta focus on where the fuck am i putting this motherfucker where? a lot of people are moving to texas actually it's the, real estate. it's the real estate bro yeah i mean think about it you get a lot of property for a pretty cheap price shit you can get you can get a nice five bedroom it's really a big investment too five bedroom for like at least 220 200 mm-hmm. even but that's you're you're paying 220 but where's the nearest city you know do you got acreage like what's going on and then also with the shit that's happening down there now will you be prepared to deal with anything that comes along with living there but texas north carolina south carolina georgia all those states with the cheap real estate everyone's flooding it there because of this this pandemic shit, everyone's leaving New York and they're going there. Mm-hmm. They're not even doing the fucking New York to California shit anymore. They're doing New York well, to California Denver. is a shithole in itself, mm. right? They got all of their own problems with the homelessness in L.A. and yeah, homelessness in L.A. You got earthquakes, superficial fucking people. And you got so many, so many social media stars, quote unquote. Influencers <laughs> leaving their hometowns to go to LA to try to make it, and it's just oh my goodness. My my favorite my favorite part of California is actually San Francisco, Northern California, Northern California. Yeah, San Francisco, Santa Cruz, all all of that. The and, Bay, oh, the Bay, the Bay. It's just it's just beautiful, man. You ever been? No, I've never been to the Bay. Oh, we shout out to my friends from the Bay though. I have a few friends. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go, man. We we got. We'll go there. We'll go get some Krispy Kreme. We'll go to Fisherman's Wharf. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Man. Why would I fly to San Francisco for just Krispy Kreme? Well, Krispy I feel Kreme. like I'd have like because it has like a isn't it densely an Asian population as well? They have a bit. They have food. Oh hell yeah! They're they're fucking they're the real melting pot because they got they got everyone from gangster Asians to smart Asians. You feel me? So, <laughs> So it's just... I suppose. Well, that's all because I had a bunch of internment camps in California. 
from World War Two. Yeah, yeah, that whole shit with Pearl Harbor, that was the closest fucking place and shit. And they just stood up and they set up shop, but but they're so close to they're so close to Asia, like a flight. Japan from, is right there too. Yeah, a flight from L.A. or S.F.O. all the way to Narita or um, Haneda Airport is eleven hours crossing the Pacific. So I mean. That's not a bad flight to fucking, you know. Say What's the something. longest flight there is? Do you know? The longest. That you can think of. The longest flight. I know Qantas did something where they had a 787 Dreamliner make the trip from JFK Airport all the way to um, Australia, right? And that flight was a total of 21 hours. In 30 minutes no layover just a direct direct fucking flight at that point like what kind of gas are you operating on at the end like are you like at the end of the flight are you still got like a little bit to go like you got a quarter tank or oh, are you no. talking about um on fumes here no nah, nah. the way the way they set up the flight is they had because the more weight you put on a you put on a plane the more fuel you'll burn so what they did was they put 50 right you need more energy to burn off all the Anyway, they like a fire. You need more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It'll burn hotter. They put they put fifty people on there. They put fifty three people on that shit, and then what you call it? Then you had four pilots, and then you had seven flight attendants. Right. So they did that shit, and they didn't make them sleep as soon as they took off from JFK because they took off from JFK at mm-hmm. like eleven p.m. So they made them stay up till till maybe 7 a.m. and they got them accustomed to Australia time. So by the time they fell asleep at like 5 p.m. our time, by the time they woke up, it would they would be landing in Australia and there would be no jet lag, no nothing. And they had the pilots wear this fucking sensor around their forehead and it was just it was just bananas. If I could find the video, it was I'll, I'll sounds pretty cool. You. They could do that though. Get you to sleep at the right exact moments so that they could prevent any jet lag. And then they had they had them. I feel like that should be a common technology. Everyone should have that, right? Yeah, of course. Like I should be able to fly to California, put the fucking thing on my head, and know when to go to sleep at the right time. Well, no jet just, lag. California's or just for example, you know, it's just three hours. It's three hours, man. You know, getting there is well, easy, but coming back is the true. hardest. You know, because that yeah. time is being taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Three more hours is ripped away from you. Yeah, but it's like traveling in time. That's the closest we'll get to traveling back in time or traveling forward in time, which is pretty fucking dope to me. That's why I love flying to the West Coast. You know? I guess that's true. Because <laughs> you are flying against the way the, the Earth rotates. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. or is that true? I don't know. How, I don't know how time zones work. Is that, it's because I was, yeah, that makes sense, right? <sighs> I don't know, the science, look, I've been watching a bunch of science videos lately, actually, and I don't, I should probably want, put, add this to one of my list, time zones, and see how they work. Yeah. Fuck. YouTube has plenty of science videos. You I watch, should... you watch a few of them, and you fucking, all the shit you might say to people goes out the window, because now you're actually learning. What were you going to say? No, I'm saying, um, now, like. I've been I've been finding myself like being more interested in science and how fucking planes work and I, I like now when I'm Do you ever bored, try and fly a plane? 
No, 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 not at all. That's that's extreme. Like I consider myself a great fucking driver, but to fly a plane, bro, that's daunting. Daunting? Yeah, for like. I mean, fly a plane in general. So like, you wouldn't want to fly like your own farm plane or some shit like that. I mean, like from wherever you're, like you just want to go for a flight. You can literally take your own fucking plane and go from where, like from here to Buffalo, right? For example, that that'll be gangster. To, to be able to hop on uh, your own fucking private flight and fly to Buffalo and get some Buffalo wings. That's that's pretty gangster if you really think about it. <laughs> I think Where they originated. You, you'd make... I, that, that's it. You'd made it if you did that shit. You know? Because who's going to tell you anything? Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, all right, I'm going to Buffalo. How you getting there? Just taking my plane. Taking myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take my, take my plane. You know? Was it a private jet? <laughs> no, I'm flying my... My little pea plane here. My fucking little Cessna. But luckily, it's it's to get from here to to Buffalo, right? It's only forty eight minutes, like flying at twenty three thousand feet. So if you got your own private little plane, I'm you're flying. You're probably not flying at no, that altitude. You're not, flying not at twenty three thousand. Like, you're flying no. at like fifteen, yeah, 15, sixteen, and stuff 15, like that. But even then you add what another 40 minutes to your flight time come on bro like you're beats beats a six hour drive fact beats is seven hour and you're flying you're like we you can fucking i'm sure there's obviously regulations and shit but it'd be nice to just like you know fly a fucking plane i actually have a buddy of mine who flies the planes i actually he said he would take me out one time I gotta hit him up. He flies right out at uh, the Farmingdale Airport here. Um, the what should we call it? The this little private airport. I'm trying to remember the fucking name, bro. I know I Southwest. Yes, the name of it doesn't matter, but Southwest flies out of there in fucking Frontier. Never Frontier. Ever never fly, fly Frontier. frontier. <laughs> Anyone listening to this, to this Frontier. Even if you were gonna give me some ad, I don't want it. Don't fly Frontier. They'll charge you for every bag, carry-on and all. They don't give no fucks. $25 to carry-on, $25. And then it's like an additional 35 for the next bag. Oh, disaster. You might you might get in a cheap flight, but who knows who's flying the plane. I mean, you're wobbling the whole time. Not an enjoyable experience. Imagine if you fucking... <laughs> if you're on the Frontier flight... <laughs> And the pilot says, all right, get ready for our drop, boys. Like, what? what? Drop? Where are we dropping? <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't see storage sound. What's going on? <laughs> oh, dear. I'd cry, bro. I think there was some CEO was like, oh, yeah, we're doing internal testing for to see if people can handle being in a flight, standing up to maximize our profits. No, they're not. Somebody said that, bro. I mean, who would, in theory, actually fly on that plane Well, I, if I, they had to stand up? Well, if they were willing to pay the price for it. So, if, company, if companies are barely making a profit, airlines right now, for example, I'm sure they're I'm making a lot with Corona. People, travel is definitely down. Mm. If if they can barely make a profit now with seats, what gives them any idea? 
to think that someone would pay to fucking stand when they can pay the same price to sit. You never know, bro. You never know. Because so many people have been locked up in their houses. <laughs> just that is hilarious. Get the fuck out. So the audacity. It might be crazy. You see what frontiers on people? Don't ever fly with them. <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah. On the other hand, JetBlue. I'm a big advocate for JetBlue. Or JetBlue. So, get out of here. Man. You don't like JetBlue? Come to Delta. All right? <laughs> Come to Delta. We block in middle seats. So still, yeah, yeah. So at least they're doing that for you know, safety. Safety is your tickets more expensive though. I mean, if you book ahead of time, you book it on a Tuesday. I, I think. When are the best days to get prices? Definitely Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because it's like a day after the weekend, <clears throat> and then couple of days before friday so yeah and you book ahead of time you'll be spending i know you could spend 197 round trip on delta f- to california for next month and that's that's just like main cabin like you, you chilling so you could you could do some damage with a price like that yeah that's steel i don't, I don't know about JetBlue, but I, I can't imagine JetBlue is more expensive, you know? JetBlue is nice because they have Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi? Oh, free Wi-Fi, yeah. Delta, yeah. you got to pay like 7 bucks not for if, an hour. Not if you have T-Mobile. Not T- if you have T-Mobile? Okay, yeah. so T-Mobile, perks, nice. That's that's another reason I don't want to go to Delta. I don't have <laughs> T-Mobile. So you just, you're not really selling t- Delta here to me, so... um. But on the other hand, the tips are nice because people who want to fly Delta mm. book on the Tuesday. Book on a Tuesday. Baby. Tuesdays are the best days to get a flight. And wave out the side of the window. You probably see me. <laughs> oh yeah, you pack the plane. I lead the people that pack the plane. You lead. You lead. lead yeah, lead I push out the planes and shit. Blah. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. You know, you get into the grind and the repetition of everything. Everything just becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. As long as everybody's on their p's and q's, we won't catch delay and we'll send the flight out no problem. How important is is like a time interval for you? Oh, like my. what is what is like ten minutes off, and then what is like what is like what does it mean to be five minutes to ten minutes off, or is that? At the most, you could shoot for like two minutes off time, because I feel like, at sometimes, they're like as a passenger when you're just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Feels like twenty, thirty minutes. So, from which point, from packing to the plane to like how long it takes to take off, I, right? I, and then into like, could you could break it down? I got you. I got you. So basically, you know, when you start. When you start a flight and you have to load it up with, all right, so there's three main things. There's mail, cargo, and bags, right? So say if you got 70 minutes to start JFK to, let's say MCO, right? Which is Orlando. JFK to MCO, 70 minutes, and you got 111 bags, probably 25,000 pounds of mail, and 100 pieces of cargo right so you just have to 
figure out, all right, let's put the bags in the front, mail in the back, cargo in the back, and you have to like allocate certain people to to scan bags, make sure the weights and 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 the position is correct because if you fuck up, you'll throw off the weight and balance of the plane and then that's a that's a big fucking issue. So why can why can I go on a um go to check in, right? Say I check bags. Mm-hmm. Why is it they they limit you, but you can pay extra to add weight to the plane. That's so true. so in theory, is like, is it are they really getting my money to pay for more weight on the plane because it makes it more dangerous? No, if you have a heavy bag above fifty pounds, right? Remember how I said the more weight you put on a plane, the the more fuel you burn. Mm-hmm. So. If your bag attributes to heavier weight, therefore that means more fuel has to go on that plane to get you to where so you're you going. So you're paying for the gas. So you're paying for the gas. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. $50 of gas, please. Thank you. Yeah, it's basically, bro. You you can never fuck with the weight and balance of a plane, bro. Because there's so many calculations that go into making sure that that fucking flight takes off safely bro Mm -hmm. because yo every time i take a flight i pray to the lord that nothing is out of place like it means that much well yeah you got a lot (laughs) you have actually lives depending on it so every time someone goes we off into the fucking sky and then you just sitting there thinking like yo god forbid if anything happens well at that point Okay, how much how much of it is in the pilot's control? Like, because they themselves could feel the plane. So, if they know the weight is off, or or do we, do they even know the weight's off? Right. They so go- they, I'm sure they have ways of compensating as well. Say so like there is a little too much weight. You're just gonna realize you're burning too much fuel. Yeah. So I know like most of it, most of the flight is when you get up to a certain altitude, it's computer. It's not mm-hmm. pilot. The pilot is doing takeoff, landing, but the rest, he has autopilot. He could chill. So anything that we give him, like the ramp crew gives him, he's going off of that, right? So if the ramp crew fucks up and puts like cargo in the front, which is heavier than the bags going in the back, then... He's thinking, okay, cargo's in the back, bags are in the front. All right, so I'm going to set my uh, my stabilizer for whatever degree, and then I'm good. But, but if, if that, the weight's off. If the weight's off and the degree is off, you're not taking off. <laughs> so that's what's, that's what's like really, I mean, you you work at the job for three years. You understand the magnitude of what you're doing, but... Mm-hmm. You know, still for someone who's just starting out, it can get really flustering. You know, you could you could really you could fuck up and not mean to fuck up, but you just have to be on your p's and q's out there. Mm-hmm. That's why time and, and weights it all means a lot. So, so, from the time that you finish packing the plane, right, they close up. How long does it take to back the plane out usually and get it off? So, 
All right. So and if you are off, how how does that like affect affect another flight? Um, it's like say another crew is faster than yours, right? Mm-hmm. And then then what? Did they wait for you because they were supposed to take off first, or did they go ahead and then? No, everything goes by departure time. So say if my flight leaves at eight ten and the crew next to me leaves at eight fifteen, until my flight gets into the taxiway, they have to stay put, no matter what. Because that's what the tower says. Because, you know, you don't want to back a plane out and then have another crew back in, the, like, a bigger plane out. And now you're dealing with um with distance and making sure the wings don't hit because that's another big fucking thing. You know, you hit a plane. Yeah, so there's a lot to you handle. Dam- you damage your plane, it's, it's, it's game time. You, you peeing in the cup and you probably losing your job. So yeah. You just... It... it it takes literal fucking like you just gotta woosah and go over your checklist, read your uh, worksheets, and you know just take it flight by flight, and hopefully you lock up the door at uh, if the plane's leaving at eight ten, you lock up eight o'clock, and now you got ten minutes to go over everything, look at the plane, inspect it, and then. You're good to go. You'll push that bitch out and salute the cap and you out. You know? That's the one thing I love about it. You know, I don't have to salute deal the with cap. I, I don't I don't have to deal with customers. Mm-hmm. Like a shout out to all the fucking like, customer service agents that work with customers. Oh my god. They're so entitled. So entitled. Yeah. You complain enough about anything and someone will fucking break. Just, think about it, like you complaining. Now, now you, now this person working probably don't want to deal with your ass, mm-hmm. and then they're just gonna break. So, now nah, we got we got port authority on our side, but that's why I stay on the ramp below deck because strictly I, on the tarmac. Yeah, I, I just wanna, I just want because if a customer talk crazy to me, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna hold my tongue. I can't, I can't do that. Mm-mm, I get fired. <laughs> I'll roast I'll roast the customer if they getting crazy. I'll be like, you better not talk to me like that. And you wearing fucking feelers. You know? <laughs> Don't those do that. fucking big ass white feelers. <laughs> the ones that became super trendy. Yeah. Like all of twenty nineteen. I was like, you better not talk to me, girl. I'll roast you. And then I'm getting called into the office. Did you really say take off them dusty ass feelers to a customer? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, Yep. Ouch. What are those? <laughs> Basically. Basically, bro. They were never a cool shoe. Never. Even when people were buying them. Nah, I don't know what happened, bro. But hey, that's that fucking social media influencer shit. So, that. That in itself is just social media influence. You saw Gorilla Girl, right? Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I don't know her name. But, um,. I saw another person on Twitter today with like pink hair or whatever, put it on his hair and was like, oh my God, this is my Gorilla Glue story. And then he basically did it did it to himself to get money. So now people ended up donating to this dumbass for his own surgery. Hey. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Hey. Like people, there's something wrong with people. Mental illness. Mental, monkey see, monkey do, bro. Like, you saw what happened to Holy her. Holy shit. 
you, you, dur, dur, dur. you you decided to put gorilla glue in your hair, bro. After seeing how much pain it caused someone. Bro. She, Literal pain. She had to get what? Bro, she had to have a fucking genius operate on her hair to, to get it back to what it was before the gorilla. Like, you're not embarrassed? You, you you just gonna sit there and just do that dumb shit. Then record yourself saying, you know, I, I use Gorilla Glue in my hair and now I can't get it out. Hey, well, no shit. Now she got hella followers. Like 500,000 or some shit like that. Please, we Insane. Need, we need to get rid of clout, bro. Clout. That'll never go away. Because it's causing people to do such idiotic shit, bro. And I hope people who listen to this realize that social media is not real bro like it's it's kind of toxic if you think about it Mm -hmm. if you if you indulge correctly because you can you can overindulge and then become addicting Mm -hmm. and then obviously it can mess with your mental state yeah it could fuck it could fuck with your mental because it puts you in a situation where like all right, Valentine's Day for one, right? Mm-hmm. You see all these celebrities going out, you know, rose petals, just love, basically. just love flooding the air. Now imagine you single, maybe your relationship ended where things were just on bad terms. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see that shit, but with every post, you're reminded you are lonely. Ain't nobody doing this shit for you. You might as well go to the bar and drink. Because ain't nobody loving you today. <laughs> yeah. That's just one example. And that that could really fuck you up. Because you're like, damn, son. Like, fuck. How come this person has a man? Or this lady down has bad. a man? Down bad. You're down bad. And now you shooting your shot at every girl's DM. Like, you send a little eye emoji like, yeah, what's, what's good? What we gonna do here? And they're like, ew, I got a man already. Shit. Leave me alone. It's, it's February 13th. And you're in her DMs asking. <laughs> but it'll it'll really fuck you up, bro. Because you're comparing your your journey to somebody else's journey. Yeah, you're looking at something else all the time. Something something that's not you. And you know, honestly, if you comparing yourself to other, it's probably not even real. Because you know how many social not media influencers fucking rent cars or like there's a studio in LA that has the body of a private jet right and they take pictures in that jet for clout be like oh I'm catching oh I've stuff. seen that yeah, yeah where people figured out or like someone took a picture of it mm-hmm. and it was like an entirely fake little plane yeah now like I said imagine you see that shit and you're like wow you know like I wish I could be on a private jet and the shit's not even real. Bro, for example, like, all right, th- take, the, take the desk tier right here. If you threw just, like, a bunch of green green shit on this, with videotaped it with your camera, sat in the chair, you can make it look like an, an entire bar. Like, say you're sitting at the bar on a Friday night, now you've got this nice-ass drink in your hand, and the ambiance looks nice. You can make that all with the fucking green screen in this corner. If you were that... You know, desperate for a photo, but wow, that's like think about that, right? Because so d- you could just put like an overlay, just get a background, fucking, I don't know, do whatever you gotta do to edit 
so that you got a background and then post it so you look look cool. A lot of people look are looking for validation. I don't know why. They get, you, I mean, don't get me wrong. When you post something and someone likes it, you're like, oh shit, cool. That, like, yeah. There is a little satisfaction when it comes to it's, it's shit a, like that. It's a nice little rush of endorphins and shit like that. I I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy getting likes, but you know when you see social media and like and you see everybody accomplishing things and then maybe if you're going through a struggle mm-hmm. you just gotta you know yeah. reel it back and say to yourself all right you know what that's their journey i'm gonna give them their round of applause and then just focus on me like when i see shit like that like i surround myself with people who are better than me quote unquote right mm. so people who are getting their masters bachelors whatever and challenging I, you yeah it cha- exactly it challenges me and if they're at this level and i'm at this and i keep hanging out with them slowly but surely you know i'll start to emulate and i'll start to see okay this is what makes this person successful all right let me take a little 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 pick from what they do apply it to what i do and let's see if I could level up, basically. Mm-hmm. But there are kids who are younger than me that will see that and then get discouraged and say, oh, fuck, if if I'm working so hard, but they're not, then what the, what the fuck am I doing? You know? And then they get well, discouraged. Yeah, it's hard, too. Because I'm, I'm going through that now, right? So, like, I'm putting in all this work, and you, you ask yourself, like, where's the payoff? Mm-hmm. But... And and you look at the person who has the payoff, but they didn't get there without doing all of this extra work. It just looks nice because they don't have to work anymore. Mm. So I see what you mean. Like when some kid might, some 18 year old kid might get discouraged, like looking at someone who's like 25, got a lot of money and might not have any clue how to get to, to where that it is. But Or it'll be what, like say if, you got two 18-year-olds, mm-hmm. right? One goes to college, one goes to work. Like, he, he can't afford a college, or he, she can't afford a college, right? So, the 18-year-old that went to to work instead of college sees the other 18-year-old partying, having fun, studying, getting that... Uh, college experience? Getting the college experience, right? And the other guy is just, oh, girl... Equal opportunity. Other guy, girl, just grinding, working, punching the clock. You start to see the other guy having fun. You say, damn, you know, why couldn't that be me? And then you start to ask why. And and you start to get into that depressive shit where you're just like, oh, fuck, man. You know, where did I go wrong? You just got to do your best not to um, compare yourself to people. But that's the thing. They might have paved a pathway to get to where they are, but I mean, doesn't it's not all easy for everyone. No, and and everything you see on social media is not certainly not going to be real, right? People can fucking be fake as they want. Man, you just gotta like social media is like you said in the beginning with proper consumption, it's good. You can make money off of it, share memes. I know when the Knicks win. I'm always posting up some funny ass meme about mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. So it's good in that aspect, but 
when people start to compare and you start to be like, oh shit, like they're in such a beautiful relationship or what, it's just toxic, mm-hmm. you know? Well, that, that's anything, right? You do too much for anything and it's bad. Yeah, but social too much, media. Too much beer can make you an alcoholic, right? Yeah, but. Too where- much of a steak can have, I don't know, just too much steak could be bad for your diet. Some Wagyu though. That's good. I think it's hyped. I haven't had any, but it sounds like night. Like it's just a little hyped up. So you gotta have it, bro. You gotta have that. Is it <laughs> worth the price point? You know, like a pound for like Wagyu beef is like fifty bucks. Shit. If you want like a big cut ball or like out, a baby. different cut, yeah, I guess you are ball out. <laughs> maybe one special night or some shit like that. Or tax season, or you get just tax refund. Tax. Give yourself a. <laughs> Little wagyu, cook it up with some garlic butter. Oh my god! Some rosemary, put salt, some, pepper. Yeah, you already know, man. Baste it with the little spoon. on the cast. Yes, yeah, sir. Until it's sir. nice and medium rare. I see that. I see. Let it rest. Prepare your caramelized, you know, mushrooms on the side. Some mashed potatoes. Oh my god! Classic steak dinner. Classic. If like if I was gonna die, like if for some odd reason I was a death row inmate. And they were like, what's your last meal? I'd probably have a fucking steak. Yeah. Just like that, you know? Perfectly prepared. Ain't then like a, a good cooked steak and then some whiskey on the side or even wine. Red wine? Yeah. You Wine Ooh. and steak, underrated combo. Mm-hmm. Underrated, bro. That shit is beautiful, man. I, I don't blame you for that. That's a good last meal. What would you have? Fuck, bro. Super weird fucking question. But my last meal? I think I'd have a nice oven baked salmon. No. But a big motherfucker. Like, like a big ass filet? Yeah. Big filet? Yeah. I'll have that, bro. That'll be my last meal. Any sides? What size? What size? Damn. Nice you little sh- bit of quinoa. Quinoa, you know, good. like something light, so you can kill the salmon. I think I would just go simple. In the salad, oven bake some baby spinach, yeah, with a little bit of balsamic vinaigrette drizzled all on top of it. That's some mozz- mozzarella cheese on the Ooh, side. A little bit. Oh damn, um, dude! I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit, man. Speaking well, of shit. hungry. Let's get some food then. Yeah, man. Uh, it was nice having you it's on the great. show. It's great, man. I appreciate the invite. We should do this again. Sure. This is your store, so come by anytime you want. Bro, say that, bro. Is there, any, is there anything else you'd want to say to the listeners? Shit. Just uh, be grateful that uh, we all still here you know, during a panoramic or a pandemic, whatever you call it. <laughs> Just thank yes, your sir. lucky stars, man, that nothing bad's happened yet, you know? Pray for the best, expect the worst. Right? That's if it. you wake up, it's a good day. Absolutely, yeah. Start there. Count if you wake blessings. up, it's a good day. Move on. My man. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. This was Gaston. Uh, check him out. I'll have his stuff in the show notes. Um, be sure to share and uh leave a review helps me out appreciate it, guys peace
That's dope. Gangster.